0: Be good.
1: (laughs) Hello there, friends. Thanks for tuning in. This is Andrew and Tiffany, and we're bringing you the monkey tooth podcast from
2: Lago. Oh, I forgot the name. We're in
1: Guatemala at the moment (laughs) near a really beautiful lake, Chica Ball. It is a, uh, it's a sacred place that the Mayans still use for uh, all sorts of sacred shit. I don't know exactly what it is, but they're doing sacred stuff down
0: there. They're...
2: It's for prayers and blessings and putting flowers around the lake and spending time.
1: Sacred shit. <laughs> yeah, we're having a good time. So we're going to give you a brief little episode. We're going to do our best to keep it short and sweet. Um, we're going to talk about three important things. The first...
2: An update on what we're up to,
1: where we are, what we're up to, what we're doing. The second, I want to talk to you about something kind of personal that has affected both Tiffany and I, and um, ostensibly this this project, the the podcast that we're doing, um, and and just a few other little things that have uh, that have happened. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, our decision to shut down the Patreon page. Um, we'll, we'll get into that. So if you don't really give a shit about the Patreon thing, don't worry. It's going to be at the very end. You can tune out after the middle bit, but so, yeah, we're going to talk about those three things, Aura, but first I want to say a huge thank you to everyone out there who does listen and who writes us and says nice things to us. It's, uh, it's huge. It's very, very kind of you to say those things and to let us know that you're listening or that you have thoughts about what we've said or what our guests have said, it really does mean quite a bit. So thanks.
2: Thank you very much.
1: See, even Tiffany says, thank <laughs> you very much. That's, that's how you know Tiffany means shit was when she says, thank you very much. Okay, we're, uh, so we're going to start right off. We're in Guatemala. We've been here for how long?
2: A little over a month. We got into Guatemala December third, and it is now January eighteenth. Wow. Yeah. Damn. We gotta get going.
1: Yeah, we gotta move. We gotta we only have three months in to to spend in Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras, and Nicaragua. They give you three months total for those four countries there's like an agreement between those four so yeah we got to kind of hustle but uh we've had an incredible time in guatemala we didn't really i don't know did you have a lot of expectations for guatemala other than wanting to go to the hippie ass lake Atitlán?
2: <laughs> um from what i read in um my book uh, i believe it's a lonely planet book it sounded quite beautiful very beautiful um, you know, a lot of volcanoes, a lot of nature, a lot of lakes, a lot of very interesting culture that we had not experienced yet. So I was very excited to come here, but like with, um, other countries I don't know anything about, I was a little nervous, but it's been quite wonderful.
1: I agree. I was surprised at how, um, how pretty it was. I guess I'm not that surprised that it's pretty, but just how pretty has been pretty. Uh, it's so pretty, it's pretty great. What a moron. Jesus. Anyway, the uh, the people are fantastic. The food's actually really good. I haven't heard anything. No one really talks about Guatemalan food, but I really liked it. But anyway, we'll do an update on, on what we thought of Guatemala after. We're going to do a little combo of Belize and Guatemala at a later date, but... At any rate, we're we're currently in this little town called um, San Martín. We're just up on a hill looking over it. And uh, we walked up this little mountain today to look at the lake, uh, which you can't swim in. You can't get in. You can't do anything other than, like, walk around it. There were some people playing soccer in the sand next to it, which evidently doesn't violate any sacred edict. But uh, there are also people, like, building these little fires and shrines and planting flowers and chanting and shit. It was nice. It was beautiful. You could see the f- fog roll in. and uh, Not fog, it's actual clouds, like big clouds rolling in and out of this volcanic lake. And we're surrounded by, by volcanoes. We hiked up the volcano
2: Santa Maria
1: on I don't know, whatever day, two days ago mm. was. It was amazingly beautiful up there. Strange And we hiked above another volcano that was erupting, which was really cool. And it took us 10 hours to get up and down that mountain because there was another guy with us who was really struggling. And we abandoned that poor son of a bitch on the mountain. And he's probably not alive anymore.
2: That's not true.
1: Tiffany says that's not true. I guess he's fine.
2: He's very much alive. We saw him today.
1: Oh, good news, everyone. The guy you've never heard of survived. Um, so yeah, that's good. Uh, we've managed to go to Chichi. No, sorry, um, Quetzaltenango. Every town around here, the last bit of it says "Tenango" at the end, which means like where something is made. And the first bit is the thing that is being made in that town. I'm a little confused about Quetzaltenango because Quetzal is a bird. Um,
2: it's a. I believe it's the Spanish name given to the town. But the Mayan name was like Shela Ju or something. I don't know how to pronounce it correctly. Shela Hu, But it's X E L A J U. And so everybody calls it Shela, is how you pronounce it. X E L A.
1: Yes. And Shela is awesome. There's not a whole lot of gringos there. And what gringos are there are mostly taking Spanish classes or hiking up mountains. Anyway, we'll put some links to the, the place that we went to hike with. They're a really cool organization. They do like. Uh, I don't know. Most of, I think all of the profit that comes from uh, fleecing gringos for lots of money to take them up mountains goes to educating children, which is a good cause because we all need it. Um, Anyhow, we'll put up a link to uh, Quetzal Trekkers, which is who we um, took a tour up the mountain, up the volcano with. Um, We also, uh, before we came here, we were in um, Atitlan, Lake Lago Atitlan, which is it's gorgeous this huge 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 volcanic volcanic lake surrounded by dormant and one active volcano um and we had new year's there and it was it was interesting and pretty but um it's kind of a i found it to be a hippie ass place and sort of like this weird super uber healer vibe that i'm a little turned off by no that's just me tiffany
2: there was only one town and that was the town we were staying in, San Marcos. But not all the towns are like that.
1: They're not all like that. They just all have little bits of elements of that shit. But anyway, <laughs> it was gorgeous and was beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I um, I took a little solo trip to, uh, to Sheila uh, just to fill up a mm-hmm. propane tank. And on the way, I made friends with this guy who was the driver of the autobus, or as we call him, the chicken bus. And uh, he was a really, really cool guy and he helped me out tremendously, and then we went to lunch the next day, like, he got to meet Tiffany, we got to meet his whole family, really, really cool experience, a guy named Julio, who's a badass bus driver in these very, very difficult roads, so anyway, uh, we'll tell you more about our experience in Guatemala later, but, uh, just so you know, we're doing all right, everything's okay, um, we're going to head to uh, El Salvador, hopefully in the next couple of days. But first, we have to go to Guatemala City tomorrow?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Tomorrow. Uh, we've got all kinds of problems with the van all of a sudden. Uh, brakes. We've had uh, we basically uh, melted our brake wear indicator sensors and wore out our front brakes quite a bit on these crazy crazy hilly roads um, it's very difficult to gear down in this big vehicle so if you're a, if you're like a van person or thinking about traveling consider the weight of your vehicle very carefully um, it makes a big difference our our weight and our gearing ratio we can't really slow ourselves down enough with our gears uh, when we're going down mountains we've really got to use our brakes which is tough on those little suckers but anyhow so we've got to do that um, and we've got some suspension issues going on with the van because we've put thousands of miles on it since the last time we did anything with our suspension and right now we're, we're currently in our bed uh, I've got blankets on because we can't turn our heater on because our batteries are dying in the solar system I, I may have like a panel out so anyway we've got to do some maintenance in Guatemala City, a place we were not planning on going because it can be un poco peligroso, a little dangerous. So, yeah, that's the update. That's what we're up to, and we should be, if all goes well, in El Salvador by the end of the week, if not sooner. Um, Tiff, anything you want to tell those good people out there?
2: Visit Guatemala. Come, Don't hesitate. It is a beautiful, beautiful country, The people are very kind, the food is great, it's very colorful, it's an absolutely beautiful country. And like Andrew said, we'll give more detail about our experience um, later when we leave the country, but it's been quite wonderful and very, very rewarding.
1: Agreed. Okay, the second thing I want to talk about is personal. And it's a little tricky because I don't know that I've ever mention this and hell I don't know it may or may not be obvious to people but I want to talk about depression which is uh it's funny to talk about because you don't want to assume that people do or do not know anything about it because I don't know that I know a lot about it other than I deal with it um and I deal with it on a very irregular basis do you think it's irregular yes it's hard to say when it's going to happen you never know unpredictable very unpredictable and it has nothing to do with how your life is going and i would say obviously because by all metrics our lives are pretty good we've got money saved we don't have to work at the moment we're traveling in beautiful places meeting wonderful people eating good food and um man i around the uh, new year holiday I just suddenly got so depressed, and I can feel it coming. I, I I liken it to to getting a flu. When you're getting sick, you just you know your body aches. You're gonna get sick. It's like that with depression for me, and it. Uh, I, I mean, I'll just describe what it's like. I, I feel this heavy weight on my chest and around my heart and my belly, and I feel so despondent about. Life and the way, you know, it is for everyone in the world. All the things that can possibly suck are the only things that I can think about. And I find this just sense of self-loathing that is, uh, it's heavy. You just, I, I tend to, I feel like normally... I love people but can very maybe easily dislike personalities but when I hit this dark dark depressed state I hate kind of everybody just a little bit less than I hate myself which is a horrible thing to say out loud but it's a it's this weird chemical and mental reality that I find myself sitting in and it I don't know I feel so bad Tiffany is so patient I mean you're just like unbelievably patient with me during that time and not, I don't know like What what is it like for you to see you know <laughs> when it happened we were on we had the most beautiful view we've had since we've been on this journey and we were around good people there was good food it was a celebration it was a holiday and I didn't I seriously didn't want to come out of the van. I couldn't look people in the eye. It was it was miserable, you know. And you were still so positive and upbeat and, and present for me. Um I'm very, very grateful for that. But like can can you describe what it was like for you? Do you mind doing that or no?
2: Um it's <laughs> I mean, the first word that comes to my mind is it's sad, because I don't, of course, don't want to see you hurting or upset, and um, knowing I can do nothing about it, um, it's very hard. Um, It's, you know, this is, this happens, I don't know, not frequently, but... Uh, I guess, occasionally enough to where I've learned over the years not to take it personally, um, which is kind of selfish, I guess, because for a while, I always assumed it was something that I <clears throat> I did, you know, like this was my fault, I upset you or something like that. And I would take it personally and try to fix everything. But that has nothing to do with me, I've learned. Um, and I think the best thing I can do besides like going to counseling myself and learning professionally how to help you is just to, you know, be present and, you know, be near you, be by you, but give you space to be you and go through your own personal, uh, Uh, depression, I guess, sadness, you know, I don't, but, you know, I, I don't want to offering suggestions and questions and pushing you to talk obviously doesn't help, I've learned. Um, so I just, I feel like the best thing for us and our, and for our relationship and for this circumstance is to just wait but be nearby and, you know, just give, you know, continuous love and support, but in a quiet, non-pushy way, I think.
1: Yeah, you definitely do all that. And it, um, I don't know really quite how to describe it, if you've ever felt this sort of thing or dealt with it, I think you'll probably know what, what I'm talking about, but if you haven't, you know, it can seem like someone's just in a bad mood maybe, or they're just sad or something, but it's, it's some other thing. Cause I've been in bad moods and I've been sad, but when these moments come along, these, these like dark, it's so dark. I mean, I, I think of suicide. I think of, of self-harm. I, I think of just vanishing and like this horrible shit that I would never ever want. I don't ever want that for the people that I love, and the people that I know. I, I don't want to do some selfish thing like that. You know, I, I've known many people who've committed suicide and, and done things like that, and it just leaves this horrible, empty pain for people. And I would, I will never, never want to do that to people. But it's an un it's like in a state that is free of rationality it, the only rationality that I can get my head around is this dark horrible thing that uh, I don't even know why I'm telling you about all this shit honestly but I just feel like it's kind of fair to be um, really honest with people who listen to this and that, that you know see us taking this you know self and indulgent beautiful journey into this gorgeous places and you know we've are we put up a bunch of pictures and shit of things that are just grand and wonderful but there's the reality is is I've, I you know I've, I've got mental instability that I uh, I I say that I deal with it and you suffer through it mm. <laughs> because it's just it's shitty and you feel so bad for for being like that around people, and you know that your situation. I, and let me. I guess I'll back up a little bit. We're in Guatemala, and the people here work so fucking hard. I mean, these people have a lot of them have really rough lives by whatever soft American standard I grew up with. I mean, they're they're children hauling sixty pound sacks of coffee. Uphill all day long in the sun, and I'm I'm laying in my comfortable tempur mattress in my van, sad about whatever because I've got chemical problems, and it just you feel bad, you feel bad for feeling bad. Mm-hmm. It's this compounding guilt scenario where you're like, oh my god, everybody I know must think I'm an asshole, and blah, 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 blah. and it's all in my in your brain, and you I don't know what switches it on I don't know what switches it off sometimes it can last a day sometimes it can last a month mercifully this one lasted I don't know a couple weeks and I even got a little break in the middle and then I went right back back down and it, it just I don't know it it's out of my control sometimes I don't medicate I don't smoke pot I don't take drugs to to deal with it um I try to rest. I try to distract myself and then try to recover. I don't know what the method is. Everybody's got all kinds of suggestions. And of course, I was in the most hippie place in the planet. And there, you know, The suggestions were from everything from taking lithium to homeopathic remedies to vipassana to whatever. Get my chakras realigned or maybe have the chakras realigned so that mine would fall in. I don't
2: know. Check out the ley lines.
1: Yeah, check out the ley lines, so you can jump in the goddamn lake and not come back up. Anyway, um, the bottom line is uh, it has affected my capacity to conduct conversations with mm-hmm. people, m- much less record them and and make any kind of podcast out of it. My enthusiasm for everything just dropped off the face of the planet. So, uh, lo siento, mi amigos. I'm very sorry. Uh, that my depression, if if you even care whether or not we produce this podcast, I'm sorry that depression got in the way of that. And uh, it's just a, it is a reality. So if you know someone who deals with depression um, and it's new to you or, or maybe you don't understand it, I, I hope maybe this can help you see it for what it is because um, it's not... It is an irrational thing that that person wants, I would guess. Uh, I never want to feel it again, and I just—I kind of know in the back of my head. It's just—it's been with me since I was a child, you know, and to sometimes greater and lesser extents. But uh, I, I'm—I will say again—I'm very, very grateful to my wife for being so patient with me and uh, understanding and um, not helping me. Jump in the lake and not come back up with you. I wouldn't blame you if you did. So thank you. I love you. I love you too. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> with that chipper topic out of the way, um, the last thing I want to talk about uh, is our decision. Uh, can I call it our decision?
2: You can. Okay.
1: Our decision to uh, stop. Yeah, if you don't give a shit about Patreon, you can just turn it off. I'll play a song at the end. Just skip forward until you hear music. But uh, our decision to to shut off our Patreon account, uh, I've I've stopped accepting money. I think if you paid in January, that'll be your last your last one. And um, we're gonna do like one more little post on Patreon, just sort of directing people in the right directions towards our website and all that sort of stuff social media saying goodbye and all that but then i'll i'll turn off the patreon page because patreon wants money i mean that's why they host you there and they take a little cut of everything that you generous people have given us along the way so it's not something i can just keep up i can't just have the patreon page without you know creating stuff so um At creating stuff and creating income for patreon so that's got to go uh i'll explain now why we decided to do that i think i told everyone in the beginning um that fundamentally we've reconsidered what this thing this podcast this project is right would you say would you agree
2: yeah of course
1: it's a um we we don't do this for money. I certainly never did it to to make money. We do it because we like it and we want to meet people and do record what they have to say. And honestly, if it wasn't for Chris Ryan having uh, having me on his show and uh, him agreeing to be on our show, most of the people that listen to this probably wouldn't be here, and certainly quite a few of our patrons would not have signed up and and wanted to be so generous and involved in our journey, but, um, we're very glad of that. And I don't want to be flippant about it, but it, it it never, I never really thought about it making money. Um, I've certainly paid for all the hosting expenses of the website and I've covered the cost of our gear. Um, you know, the, the time that we put into this, there's no thought of recovering money for that, I would say. You know, uh, you guys have helped, you've actually helped, uh, you patrons have helped friends of mine, uh, my friend Gerald who got very, very ill. Our Patreon dollars went to him one month, uh, to help pay for bills and things. And then there were some terrible fires in California and the Patreon money went there Mm -hmm. a couple of times. So, uh, you know, it certainly helped other people and it's helped us a lot. Mm -hmm. Like we've been able to buy fuel and do all these things but it just does not feel right any longer to, to ask for money for this. Part of it is being in Guatemala, like I mentioned, and watching, I mean, grown men carrying stones on their back to build houses for wannabe wizards.
2: Old grown men.
1: Old grown men.
2: Not, not young grown men, too. Yeah. yeah the, all ages. Yeah, the full range. <clears throat>
1: of men and women just I mean carrying shit on their back. Labor. Serious labor. Mm-hmm. And and watching these people I have a whole new appreciation for coffee, by the way. If you want to know <laughs> what goes into your cup of coffee, I can tell you it starts with like people picking berries. Which if you've ever picked berries, it's shit's not easy. They're picking these little cherries off these tiny trees. And it's hot, and they're walking uphill to get there, and the terrain is difficult.
2: On a straight uphill, not like on an easy little meadow. It's on a straight uphill, on a mountain yeah.
1: often, and yeah. they're they're hauling these cherries on their backs in these huge sacks, day after day after day, and then they're laying, they pop all the little beans out of the cherries and let those dry and flipping them and it, it is just a monumental task and these people make less than what we make per month from patreon which takes no effort i lay in a tempur bed every night i lay next to my beautiful wife i have no job no responsibility i i, I do not feel good taking this money any longer And I think, Tiffany, do you agree? Absolutely. It just, we're so grateful for the money and for the support and for everything that surrounds it. But the reality is, there's, it sounds so presumptuous of me to even ask people to give us money, but it's highly presumptuous of me to tell you how you should spend it. I can't tell you to go spend it elsewhere because that's not my position to say. But I do feel like, i can in good conscience stop asking for money and and continue to uh to make this thing and whatever it is and still do it with like intention and um all the things that will have been there the whole time just minus the asking for money bit so i don't do you want to add anything to that
2: <clears throat> sorry <laughs> um well I just want to say since i'm not really on the microphone very often um but from all of my heart and my soul complete gratitude to each and every one of you who have supported us monetarily and um, verbally and um written i don't know if that's the right word people send us messages it's so 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 wonderful um And we, I hope to keep hearing from everybody, but um, it's, I 100% agree with everything that you said. It's um, from what, it's weird, like, you know, in Mexico, it wasn't really, it, it was different. We didn't really see as much as we see here, the, the labor, you know, it's, it's very, very obvious how people have to live here and, you know. We always feel very, very fortunate, but even more so here and almost a little bad fortunate as we're sipping our coffee with this beautiful view of Lake Atitlan and these people are walking in front of us <laughs> carrying stones on their back to build a patio for a nice apartment to rent. It's, it really kind of just brought everything home to us, so... um I just I just want to say thank you for all of the support we have received monetarily. And um, I don't think we're stopping, stopping the podcast. We're just doing it a little differently and at our own pace and how it goes. So, um, yes, thank you always and forever. For all of the support and love and encouragement from each and every one of you, our family, our friends, people we don't even know all over the world, each and every one of you.
1: Yeah, we have absolutely no intention of stopping the podcast. It's just stopping the patreon. That's it. That's um, and that uh, the only difference you're all still on the bus is just now the ride is free. That's the only difference. I know I got some emails uh, from several people saying, hey, you don't need to do that. This this is my way of supporting you. Um, please don't do that. And I God, I can't even tell you how grateful I am for that sentiment. But it, uh, you're all on the bus. You're with us. You're, the journey continues. It's just free. <laughs> it's been free, but now I, I'm not even going to ask for money because I can't. Just in good conscience. I hope I hope you can appreciate that we're being as honest with you as we possibly fucking can. And uh you know, to tell you that asking for money is just um i I just can't can't do it anymore. But uh I want to do that in a way that you can understand that uh we are very, very grateful for the money and support that we have received so far. So, yeah, this is way longer than I thought it was going to be. But um, if you've made it it this far, what do you think?
2: I said let's wrap it up.
1: Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for everything. Uh, The journey continues. We've got a podcast actually in the can that I'm waiting on the guy to tell me that it's okay to release uh, with a guy from um, uh, Tunisia. Really interesting young guy. And there there are other people we hope to meet and things we hope to do, and you just never know there's all kinds of surprise shit out there that suddenly you meet someone and you can't wait to ask them a bunch of dumb questions, so that that's gonna continue um We hope you're doing fun and interesting things. We hope to hear from you and uh I'm gonna let Tiffany sign us off.
2: Mm-hmm. All the love to each and every one of you. That's all I have. <laughs> Okay. <laughs>
1: Adios, <laughs> springados.
0: When that fire will summon in the sky. Tell the sound from a tower